There you go. There. I don't know what happened. It just like I you were talking about the compression shirt for the football kid, and then it just stopped. <laughs> yeah, so, I don't know about to, to so to recap for the people that that are gonna miss the other three minutes, Neil has dropped a new line crest. Kind of winter, not really winter. I guess fall drop, mm-hmm. and he's got he's got beanies, he's got new sets, he's got leggings, he's got shirts, and apparently he's got compression shirts for all the other athletes out there, and they're like dry fit. So anybody looking for a dry fit shirt, there you go. Yeah, a lot of people are liking them to be honest, and uh, the good thing about that is that there's a few uh, guys at the gym. Who are actually like, who are overweight, you know, and uh-huh. they're working on their self confidence. And one of the reasons they support my brand is because I try to motivate them to be. How can I explain myself? To feel good about themselves and the body that they have, okay? Uh-huh. And knowing that eventually the change that they're working for will eventually be coming okay mm-hmm. not to get desperate not to get annoyed about not seeing that many results uh, because i mean you know it when you start that's when you're gonna start seeing a lot of results right away yeah. uh once you keep them once you have at least i don't know a month i'm sorry a couple months to a year working out that's when you slowly start noticing less and less results yeah and I was trying to explain to some of them, you know what? It's just going to take time. That's it. Uh, but eventually you can get it done. Uh, if it's going to take you five years, eventually those five years are going to happen no matter what you do in life. So might as, yeah, well, exactly. might as well give it a try. And you're really big on the, the body positive stuff. I was looking at uh, at your Instagram, which is yeah. Lion Press, right? That's what the Instagram yeah. is. Mm-hmm. So everybody, go go over there, give that a look, give it a follow, like some pictures, leave some comments. Um, that a lot of like your women's clothes are very like body positive, like from girls that are really really skinny to girls that are just normal fit, um, a little bit on the bigger side, like literally everybody from yep. far and in between. Yeah, and the main reason for that is because I don't like to build up any type of stereotype. Uh, I don't want people to think that. It's easier for me to get more fit girls to be on photo shoots and to be on the pictures just because they want to be seen, okay? Mm-hmm. But again, if I do that, most of my audience, not to talk down to anyone, but even on the on guys, they're not that fit. Yeah. Most of the people looking at Instagram, uh, they're obviously on the couch, not doing anything, probably eating chips. And, <laughs> and they're wanting to make a change on the body, you know? I mean, wanting to wanting from doing is two separate things. So if I only have fit girls and just, excuse my language, but a pair of boobs and a pair of ass, I mean, they're going to be like, well, yeah, no shit. She looks nice because she's skinny. She looks nice because she already has the body or she already has the genetics. Uh, X amount of excuses. Same yeah. with the guys, you know? Yeah. Oh, well, that dude is already ripped. No wonder why he's going to look good on those type of clothes. Yeah. And it'll be different if I have someone 
that is oversized, overweight, having the confidence enough to actually wear my my stuff, being on the picture, being exposed. Why? Because if someone sees that, 70% of the people are going to be like, you know what? Wow. Okay. Uh, if she can fit on that, I can probably fit too. Yeah, exactly. Okay. If she looks like that, I can probably look like that too. Okay. I can see how it looks on her. I Okay. I have an idea on how it might look on me. Yeah. Very true point. So what so, else yeah. is new? What, what's new with you besides the the brand and the drops? I saw one. Of, was it your? I don't know if he's your client or if he's just your friend. But uh, Anthony, he competed in the yeah. in the Ronnie Coleman Classic, didn't he? Yeah, he's uh, one of my clients. He competed and he got sixth place. Um, honestly, man, I don't know what happened. Uh, in my opinion, he was really good. I'm not gonna mm. lie that. But I guess that's not what. But it's only the... his second show, right? Yeah, it, he, yeah, that's barely his second show, which he actually plays better in this show than last show. I think on the first one, I don't think he even made second callouts. I think he was the last one, second, second to last one. And on this one, I mean, sixth place. It's not that bad. He actually got 10 pounds on top of last year. So, I mean, that's a lot of muscle. Just 10 pounds. It's 10 pounds of muscle is a lot. And it's really yeah. hard to actually achieve that. So, and it, it looks like he, like, definitely in pictures, like when he, he, because I follow him and, you know, like I've talked to yeah. him at the gym and stuff. You can definitely see the, the, the muscle growth, I guess you could say, on him. It looks good. It looks, he looks bigger than he did last year. Oh, yeah, he's definitely way bigger. And um, that's one thing that I was trying just to encourage to him. I'm like, because he's like, you know what, man, I'm going to stop competing. I'm like, okay, that's understandable. Why? Well, the main reason is because I really don't think I have what it takes. I mean, you saw it. Uh, they do not, um, they placed me lower, this and that. Uh, I thought I had it. I don't know what happened. Um it's just, I guess I'm, I don't have what it takes. And I'm like, dude, I didn't win my first competition until my third, fourth time trying it. Exactly. Uh, yeah, some people get lucky, some some they don't, okay? It doesn't matter how many times you try at the end of the day, it's what you achieve. And I told them, you're looking way better than last year. And we both know that. 10 pounds of muscle, that's a lot, dude. So there's nothing wrong about that. And the worst thing you can do is actually feel sorry for yourself for not placing the way you wanted to. Not to trash talk to the other com- about the other competitors. I do. T- I do. I did tell him. You know what? I truly believe that you should have placed higher. I don't know what is. I have no idea what is it that the judges were looking at, or if. But or I mean, what they preferred, or yeah. whatever. And that's the thing about like bodybuilding. Like you know, like competition wise. It's- it's all objective. Uh-huh. And, it is. You know, if you don't look attractive to one, to a couple of judges, you're already kind of losing half the battle. Yep. And, and that's you know, the bad thing about that. Yeah, exactly. And it's an objective sport. It's just not like hockey or football where you just got to get literal points. You just get the ball into one zone or the puck into the net or any sort, you know? Yeah. 
and that's a big thing for like a lot of our listeners like I've noticed a lot of the listeners are a little bit younger in age getting into fitness is that you know this isn't a sprint sport this is like a marathon like yeah it's not it's not going to be one two years like some people work for a pro card for 10 10 years Mm -hmm. and it's kind of funny because um I mean, right now you have one of the Mr. Olympia's classic physical Olympia, Christian Bumstead. He's like my age, 26. Yeah. Or I think older, 27. And he's like, whoa, what the fuck, man? Like, this guy is actually already making uh, making a big. And I'm like, dude, okay, this guy has been working out since he's 13. Yeah. 13. I started working out when I was 20. You barely started working out two years ago, three years ago. Yeah. Okay, so he easily has over 10 years on top of us of work. Yeah, he's got more time under his belt. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it, it's achievable. It's going to take time. Mm-hmm. But, man, most of anything is just going to take a lot of patience and a lot of faith. And what I mean by faith is believing in yourself that you can actually make it happen. Yeah, and that really is the biggest thing. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, because it doesn't matter how much you diet, how much you work out, how much weight you can lift. If you truly believe on the process and the work that you put it in, it's not going to take you anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any other clients competing soon or later in the year? I got a few guys reaching out to me to compete. I'm going to try to help them out. Um, I might do a competition just so I can do it with them. So they know that uh, what I'm teaching them is something that I already put on myself and that I'm not just BSing them. Yeah. Especially that. I don't want people to think that, well, you just tell me what to do and you're not doing it. Why the fuck should I do it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think I got a few female uh, clients. Um, You know me. I love working on lower body. And yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I don't have the biggest legs, but thankfully I have the most conditioning. But that, when uh, when that I, bag of fucking spinach, yeah, fuck yeah, fuck man, I just, <laughs> just I, be, before you make it before this, I just ate a couple uh, thing like eight ounces of chicken and a cup of spinach, and I'm bulking right now, quote unquote. Yeah. That's a big question me and Paul always have. Why why do you stay so conditioned? Like why don't I always know like on your Instagram you're like bulking, but I still see striations. I know, dude, that there... and that's what I'm asking myself, like what the fuck is going on? Because in the morning <laughs> in the morning <laughs> in the morning, I kid you not, okay, in the morning I wake up around four thirty in the morning, I gotta be at the gym at six AM. So I make myself like seven to nine eggs three whole eggs the rest are just gonna be egg whites uh turkeys uh, turkey slices on it a little bit of ketchup actually a lot i'm addicted to it uh a lot of ketchup then i serve myself uh two cups to three cups of uh oats and some some raisins i don't even count the raisins i just fucking throw them and if it's three cups, dude, that's easily 
at least 125 to 150 grams of carbohydrates just on the oats alone, not counting the sugars that or the fructose that the right uh, raisins have. And the owner, since they're sponsored by BSN, they give me really good prices with the synthetics that they have. And my favorite one is a peanut butter one, peanut butter cookie, peanut butter cup, something like that. Uh, okay. That has like another 15 grams of carbohydrates. I mix it with my uh, oatmeal. So in the morning, I have at least almost close to 200 grams of carbohydrates. I get home, I eat another cup of oatmeal. That's around 50 to 35. That's 200. Um, on leg day, that's when I really don't give a fuck. I just, I eat pie, cookies, everything. Uh, the range of uh, micronutrients, I guess you can say, on protein, I always have a high. That's it. Fats, I just try to consume what is necessary for my body to produce a little bit of uh, the phospholipid bilayers in between the cells because otherwise, I mean, you also start um, damaging some cell tissue like that. I mean, you need that li those lipids for that. Otherwise, they're just going to become rigid. And on carbohydrates, that's the only thing that I do keep track on. If anything, like I said, on leg day, 300 grams. 200 grams on uh, open body, two days of 200 grams. Then when I rest, uh, my coach told me to eat 300 grams of carbohydrates. So that's what I've been doing. It's well, so you're not even like carb cycling or anything. You're just burning through everything, it sounds like. Yeah. I mean, I'm, honestly, I'm still doing cardio. I'm doing around, if I'm not mistaken, I'm only doing 20 minutes. Do you think, like, 20 minutes isn't a lot of cardio, especially, like, being off-season and everything. Do you think taking uh, taking out the cardio would help you, or do you just... Yeah, it might help me, but uh, it'll help me get on the side weight. Make sense? Okay. I mean, I understand that yeah. you do have to sacrifice at some point your abs to um, the size. You know, yeah, but it's like I told you, I'd rather gain five pounds, three pounds a month slowly and only dropping a few instead of doing four months of uh, heavy bulk, going on 50 pounds, three months of dieting so I can lose 40 pounds. Yeah, and then you're not only losing fat, yeah, you'll, you'll be losing, losing a lot of muscle as well. Uh, throughout the process so yeah. I'd rather play around with it um, on this last competition that I did last year I grew into the contest like I went down on weight first I think I went all the way down to 100 and I think I started at 195 I started at 195 I think so yeah then I dropped to 170 and I think it was seven weeks, six weeks. I was at 170. Then I slowly started going up on weight. Ended up uh, being on stage at 178. What's your cap limit for, because uh, for people that don't know, you do men's physique and classic physique. Mm -hmm. So what's your cap limit for classic? What do you mean by that? Like, cause, uh, 
because by your height, you know how you can't be over a certain amount of weight. Uh, yeah. Uh, they, uh, I don't know because they changed it recently. I know that I'm five, I think I'm five nine. I'm five ten, but you know that on the NPC card, they always freaking drop you two inches. Yeah, I know. I remember on uh, 2018, the competition that I did, uh, apparently I was five six. <laughs> I'm like, there's no way in hell, dude. I mean, I'm not five six, so fine, whatever. And um, the year after five, that, the yeah, hell? the year after that, they come me as uh, five nine and a half, and I'm like, what the fuck? I grew two inches. Right, wow. I mean, I didn't know you can grow after <laughs> twenty. You know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I know that for five nine, five ten is around. I think 195 or 198. Okay. So you still have, you have plenty of room to keep growing. Mm -hmm. A lot. Hopefully I can actually do it. Right now, like I said, the main thing that I have in mind is my brand. So that's everything that has been taking me. Damn. Are you still going to school? Or, well, yeah, you were, last time we did the podcast, you were in class, huh? You had a lot of online classes. Yeah. Uh, I'm still going to school. It's fucking killing me. I'm not gonna lie. It's hard. What we have finals this week coming up, don't you? Because I do. I know I have finals next week. I do. I just don't know what time it is. Uh, what time it's gonna be? I just gotta. I gotta check it. Jesus. I'm gonna check that. Are you transferring over to UTEP next semester? I'm already at UTEP. I'm taking uh, genetics oh, yeah. at uh, UTEP. How was that class? Did you like it? I liked it. It's okay. Um, I just don't like taking it online. Um, you cannot really ask much. and It's a lot of terminology more than anything. It's a lot of memorization. And I got a small issue with the professor because I was... Uh, at the beginning of the year, my brother got into a car accident. Remember the uh, Ultima that I had? The black one? Yeah, the yeah black I one. gave it to him. It's a birthday present, and uh, he was uh, driving back from Las Cruces, and he got hit, <clears throat> he got hit from behind, so he hit the wall, and the car got totaled. Thankfully, no one else got involved, nor hurt, not even him. So that's good. I was on my way over there, and I was seeing what was going on, and I missed one of the quizzes, and I told the professor, hey, uh, you know what? I had an issue with my brother. He got into a car accident. I sent him a picture of the car, and he's like, well, I'm going to need legal proof about the accident. And I'm like, what do you mean? Yeah, I'm going to need a ticket or uh, any confirmation that it actually occurred. And I'm like, that's personal information. I cannot give you my brother's personal information. That's illegal. And he's like, well, the picture wasn't enough. I know. I'm like, do you want me to send you a selfie with the car? We have it right here in my garage. I mean, yeah. he's like, well, if I don't have any uh, legal documentation, I cannot do anything. I'm like, okay, that's fine. I understand it. So thanks to that, I'm actually struggling right now to keep a, to be on the seas. You know, oh, well, wow. it's not really just that. Like I said, I've been focusing a lot on the brand. So, I wouldn't say that's taking time away from the school. I've just been focusing more on the brand. 
I should be focusing on the school 100% too. I'm trying, but at the end of the day, uh, what I'm making out of the brand is helping me to pay for school. So it's like, it yeah, works exactly. both ways. So you're going to take less classes next semester? Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Next semester, I think I'm just going to take one. Uh, maybe genetics or calculus. I'd rather take genetics, calculus. It's going to like, eh, easy for me. I have to take calculus next semester. Oh, no, I got to take physics next semester again. Physics. And I'm not looking oh, forward to that. Oh, shit. I got to take physics, too. Damn. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not looking forward to next semester. Fuck no. Got a full schedule. Oh, man, no. Fuck no. No, I'm just going to be taking it day by day. Do you feel like you've learned anything on online on online school? No. Not no, really. Yeah, Not really. I, I ask that question to a lot of people, and some people are like, yeah, I've learned something. And me, personally, I feel like I haven't learned shit. Like, I read it, and then I'm like, oh, okay, the quiz is up. And then I take the quiz, and I'm like, all right, there it is. Yeah, no, um, you, you're supposed to learn no matter what, you know, if, if it's online or in person, you're supposed to put, put in the effort and get some type of information from it. Uh, it will be harder nowadays, just because, like I said, for example, myself, I'm a really curious guy. So if I have a question, I mean, the professor is not going to be there to answer to me. I'll try to simplify it a little bit for me so I can uh, comprehend it. So I have to do my own research, which not everybody really likes to do that. For example, myself, I really don't mind doing that. But again, that's going to take you, what, two more hours to understand certain subjects instead of a couple of minutes yeah, exactly. from a professor just trying to help you digest it as much as you can. Because at the end of the day, they'll pay for that. Yeah. And what sucks even more, like, I know, for example, for my classes, like, after they have their own PowerPoint, they, like, tag along, like, YouTube videos to simplify it down. And I'm like, well, I could have just YouTubed this myself. Why are you sending me YouTube? Exactly. Yeah, my biology professor said that. Uh, I'm going to be sending you guys YouTube videos, and um, you guys can actually learn from it. I'm like then we should be paying them, not you. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, they're just getting ad money. <laughs> what, why am I paying you tuition? Yeah. That's exactly how I, I gotta... Like, I go through the YouTubes, and I'm like, all right, that's it. Yeah, I actually learn more from YouTube than uh, YouTube. Yeah, exactly. Not to talk trash about the professors, but it's true. Yeah, I feel like every college is like that right now, too. Like, at RMU, like, they're taking all their final exams and everything. Like, they, they all the athletes went home after Thanksgiving to avoid, like, COVID cases. And it, it was a mess. And, like, like for strength and conditioning, it, like, threw off a bunch of programs. And it was, like, because if somebody popped positive, then that team was out for, like, two weeks. And two weeks of progress. It's like, well, Yeah, then you got to regress back a week and see where everybody is at again Mm -hmm. because then they're all being monitored so that they don't go to the gym they don't go in public and you know yeah it's just a crazy time for everybody i think it is uh hopefully i mean they already have the vaccine it's just a matter of time for them to release it if they want to release it 
what do you think about the the vaccine? I know what I think, and I'll I'll give my two cents after that. But what do you think about it? Well, it took him a while to actually have it. If it was such a big deal about the pandemic, I mean, if it was that dramatic that they were the way they were explaining everything, oh, there's millions of dead, there's millions going to be dying. Why is it that they took him so long? to create a vaccine for a virus that they do have knowledge about since the 40s. It's not like it's not like HIV when it came out on the 80s that it was a brand new virus, okay? And they had no idea what it was. They had no idea how to produce itself. It took them a couple of years for them to actually know that it can, that it can get tran- uh, transmitted inserted inside of your DNA and once it's inside of your DNA, well, I mean, you're, you're fucked. Yeah, that that's literally who you are. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, because of that, there's really not a vaccine. There's a treatment right now, but not a vaccine. And just the fact that a couple of days right after the outbreaks in China, they knew everything about the virus. The name, the species, uh, the phylum, the class, the domain. I mean... If you have all that information, you, you you should be able to pull out a vaccine. But again, that's just my personal opinion. I might be wrong, which is yeah, it's really often. I'm not going to say that I'm a smart ass because I'm not. But <laughs> if people were dying, like they were saying, they will hurry to do it. You know, I'm not saying that the virus is unlethal because it is, but... I believe that there's something more outside of this. Would you get the vaccine? Like, would you get any of the ones that are going to be distributed? Nah, because I already got sick, so I already have the antigens built up to it. I mean, eventually I'm going to probably get it again, but I know that for a fact it's yeah. not going to be as bad as uh, as bad as the first time. The first yeah. one. Huh? And besides that... Yeah. See, I'd rather wait to see how the vaccine works on certain people and see how effective it is. Because now I don't even get the flu vaccine. Exactly. That's that's my thing about it. Like, my thing isn't, like, the whole, like, how long it took. I'm kind of, like, I've been lucky enough to not test positive, thankfully. Uh-huh. Or, you know, like, who knows? Like, I traveled all summer. I could have gotten it and just been asymptomatic, you know? Yeah. Like, I've been from El Paso to Dallas, Dallas to Chicago, Chicago to Dallas, Dallas to Pennsylvania. Like, like the odds of me not becoming in contact with anybody, especially when athletes got it, and I'm literally in their face yelling at them. Like, I don't know. I'm not saying that I'm that I'm like safe or anything, but it's like I, I don't think they have a clear understanding of how it's transmitted. Like I've been face to face with an athlete that actually had it, and I was like, and I was like, oh, I gotta go get tested, and all the coaches came back negative, and we were like, wow, we were literally talking. This well, yeah, guy. because it's not just about inhaling the virus. Um, so the virus, the weight of the virus actually is really heavy, so it's gonna drop to the ground right away. It will be as don't quote me on this. This is just something that I read from certain articles. Um, I wish I could pull out the sources and can give them to you. Uh, but this was like three months ago. 
So apparently the virus, the weight of it is going to be standing floating around for a couple seconds, I think 9 to 13. So someone has to cough on you or legit be breathing out in front of your face without you wearing a mask for you to actually get infected through air or inhalation, I'm sorry. So once it drops to the ground, it becomes a droplet. So obviously it does have a high resistance towards the environment and certain temperatures. So it's going to be surviving for a while. I think the most it can survive on the surface is four days. Four to nine days, I think, if I'm not mistaken. So if it's on a surface and you touch that surface, it's going to be in your hand, obviously. And the easiest way for the virus to enter your body is through your sclera or actually your eyes, because you don't really have that many white blood cells protecting your eyes. So one of the easiest ways for it to actually get inside of your body is on the first underlining, underlining lines of mucosa. Even with the flu, uh, if you ask any... But wouldn't it also be, like, transmitted, like, because obviously we're in the mm-hmm. weight room, would it, and we're touching the same plates those athletes are and those same dumbbells mm-hmm. and those same med balls, you know, doesn't that all, I guess, it would correlate, obviously. It'll correlate, but, but the thing is that you're just touching it. You're not touching your face. As long as you're not touching your face, you're not at risk. And another thing is that you sanitize. So, I mean... I forget to do it, but before working out or before doing a set and after a set, I make sure I just clean. Right. So we were sanitizing one day in the weight room and it was like, it was like a group of like, it was like maybe like two or three athletes that had tested positive mm-hmm. and they were going on break. So we went in the next day to just clean. We use so much like uh I guess like the antibacterial yeah. stuff, the soap, it like, it made us like feel nauseous. Like we literally soaked the ground and the weights with just sanitizer. All that ammonia started going we went in. Like a... Yeah. <laughs> we were all looking at each other. Like, I don't think we should be breathing this in. <laughs> like through the masks and everything, we were like, our eyes were starting to water and we were just like, Oh, this is, we definitely killed it. in Yeah. Here. We, there's no way that shit's a lot. No, and uh, one of the biggest issues some of the doctors are saying about this is that, I mean, if you know you're an elder person or someone with uh, some type of autoimmune deficiency disorder. Oh, like a, like a pre-existing exactly, condition? Then, yeah, don't go out. Stay home. Just go out for necessary things. Okay. And if you need to get groceries and you're 100%, you're super scared about it, ask someone to do it for you. It's that simple. And uh, they're encouraging others to actually keep on going out because they need to build up the antigens for it. Another strategy yeah. that they wanted to use is to uh, get blood plasma from the people that were getting sick because they started producing the antigens. And inject those antigens into patients. But isn't it go back to like like the flu, right? Or like a cold, for example. Everybody has gotten it before, yeah. right? But we have built up an immune system mm-hmm. over hundreds of years, thousands of years to fight yeah. it off. 
isn't it the same thing? Couldn't we say the same theory would work with coronavirus is that eventually everybody will have to get a version of it to be able to fight it off for the future? Yeah, eventually, because it's not as bad as the influenza nor the Spanish flu. You know, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I think everybody, I think almost everybody has been exposed to it, no matter what people say. Or think. Not only that, I mean, you have a probability, if, once you get exposed to it, even those who have a pre, pre-existing conditions, they have a 99 to 98% probability of surviving. You know, yeah. the bad thing about this, the main issue is that the spread of this is so fast that that's why it gets uh, so that's why the hospitals right now are overpopulated well you guys were on the news for like a good week yeah for a long time yeah Yeah. (laughs) you guys were the number one city of of viruses yeah apparently leading in the virus apparently yeah they wanted to shut down the city for two weeks actually a month a whole month, everything. They wanted to shut down everything for a month. And no economical assistance for small businesses. Uh, nothing about unemployment benefits. Um, no aid whatsoever. So we're like, okay, we understand that there's people getting sick. Okay, not even people dying. Because, like I said, the virus is real. It's a high threat. It's not a high threat, but... There's actual people dying. But again, and I'm just going to give you the number that uh, they're giving us right now. As of today, from last year till December 2nd of 2020, uh, there's been almost 941 deaths from the coronavirus. Okay? Out of those... 594 are under investigation. What they mean by that is that they actually have pre-existing conditions. Okay. So you're talking about Uh 941 people who have died. Uh, The total amount of cases have been 87,799. So that's not even one. That's like 1%. That's one yeah, percent, and in El Paso, there's a le- legally there's nine hundred and ten thousand. Uh, <laughs> I like how you yeah. say. I yeah, like and that, and yeah, like because it. we're a borderland city. I mean, there's easily over a million people here in El Paso, and yeah. I mean, there's only nine hundred and forty-one deaths. That's point zero one percent. So, how many of those cases do you think come from people coming across the border? Uh, not that many. If anything, most of the cases are. Uh, the thing about it is that I don't know why El Paso people like to. The only thing that they have to look for, or actually, how can I explain myself? The only thing that they look forward to is the weekend. So, what I mean by that is that the only thing they care about is actually going out to party, clubs, drinking. So as soon as they allowed these new restaurants, quote unquote, to open, um, that's when this uh, the cases started going up, dude. Crazy. 
Oh, when the bars uh, opened yeah, up. Yeah, as restaurants, exactly, the new restaurants. So, oh, you want uh, you want a drink? Okay, you got to buy food. Oh, yeah, give me a couple matches and a bottle of tequila. Well, no shit, when you're drunk, you don't give a fuck what people, uh, if people are sick or not, you, you're going to be interacting with other people. You know what I mean? Yeah. So... Did they end up closing the bars after that? No. Oh, yeah, yeah. The bars, I think they're closed right now. And um, everything right now is at 50% capacity. If I'm not mistaken, we still have a curfew from 10 p.m. to 5 a.m. And, uh, I mean, I think that the judge, the, the one that's close down the city... Um, wasn't doing a really good job analyzing all the information because he specified that 50% of the cases have been coming out from Walmart. Like, have been coming yeah, from Walmart? Because people nowadays, for some fucking reason, they go in packs to Walmart to get groceries. Like, they take their family as if it was a road trip, and you see. The moment that just with one cart and six people around them. So it's like I told you, you got to be touching everything. There's no way Walmart can tell their employees, you know what, follow everyone and whatever they touch, sanitize. They can't. Yeah. They cannot do that. So 50% were coming, 45% of them, of the cases were coming out from Walmart, big stores. Uh, 29 we're coming now from uh, restaurants that open after nine, so pretty much bars. Then it was like 10% from parties and social gatherings. And well, people were, when the bars were closed, I saw a bunch of people just having yeah. parties and gatherings at their own house afterwards. I was like, I was like, the point of the bars is that so you guys can't. Exactly. That. I mean, and that's the that's exactly what I'm trying to say. If they're asking you to, guys, please just chill out a little bit, give up alcohol a little bit, give up party just for a few days, so we can get the numbers down. Why don't you do it? It's not that hard. I don't see why is it that people have the need to get drunk, and just not give a fuck about the situation just to have a couple seconds or a couple minutes of fun. I mean, yeah. at the end of the day, the only thing you've been doing the past weekends have been drinking. Stopping two to three weekends from drinking is not going to hurt you. Yeah. Agreed. But again, that's just my opinion. I mean, uh, people in here, they do take uh, drinking really serious. Yeah, it's like super important for them. If you don't drink, they look at you weird. <laughs> it's funny. It's really funny. Yeah. But yeah, uh, what? Well, your your gym, you Lizzie and Shane did the. They uh didn't they do like a peaceful protest? Oh yeah. And everything? So uh, we were saying that we're gonna stay open. That if they're gonna find us, this is gonna be like five hundred bucks. Uh, per day that you stay open, uh, they obviously had to come over. Uh, the police officers or the sheriffs had to come over to a gym and give us a ticket so we can actually get fined. I guess you can say. 
And um, yeah, the main reason for that is because out of every single case in El Paso, only 5%, I think so, have been coming out from gyms. So, so it's a really, yeah, it's a small percent. And we're like, how is it that you want the small businesses to close, but the big corporations like Walmart to stay open and have flow of people nonstop? Don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm, I'm big into industries and corporations helping uh, people because I have a, I firmly believe that the economy goes up if they go up we're going to go up with them, you know? Um, But at the same time, it's unfair for small businesses to close down when 70% of the businesses here in El Paso are local, own local. And they don't get the benefits from the, uh, from the government that they were giving to small businesses because they had to have certain amount of police and amount of capital and this and that. Yeah, and most small local companies barely even yeah. reach that. So they were saying, you know what? No, we're going to stay open. If you're going to find us, that's totally fine. So we started a GoFundMe. And, um, yeah, yeah, yeah I saw that. That thing, like, skyrocketed. You guys almost made 3000 yeah. or something? That's insane. Yeah, so we had a lot of people actually um, supporting us. Yeah. You guys definitely have a lot of people supporting you. Yeah. I also saw a lot of people just leaving their gyms just to go to your guys' yep. gyms. Yeah, you had no idea. We had a lot of uh, new members. We're having like 10 members every day. Wow, that's that's actually really yeah. good. That's really good for you guys, at least. Like trainer-wise, owner-wise, oh, yeah. like. That's just more income. Yeah, income. but the thing about it is that we got a lot of hate too. Oh, oh yeah, from other I have no idea. Facilities. People were throwing on Shane and Lacey. How dare you staying open? Jesus. If someone dies, it's gonna stay in your conscience. You're gonna be responsible for it. This and that. And there was a day that the cops came in, uh, just in the morning, four times in a row. Because someone called, yeah, just because, yeah, cause. they were calling. People were calling the cops <laughs> to tell them to come over to Sun City and close us down. And, and you guys are probably already like, yeah, we already have a ticket. The, the first cop gave us a ticket, and no, we had a warning first that day. Then the second cop came over and he write down a ticket. It's like, here you go, guys. Uh, he was being really nice. We always, I mean, we never talk back to them or anything like that we just said uh, we acknowledge the fact that they're doing their job so we're not going to be against them yeah, exactly. just because they have to do their job but, yeah they're not making the exactly rules. They're just you know they're just so enforcing. we told them you know what man you gotta do what you gotta do uh don't get in trouble just because of us so it's like thank you guys he wrote down the ticket yeah. and he went over to his car and he came back and he said, you know what? No, let me take that away because you guys are being targeted. There's people calling over so we can come over and close you guys down. And that's really messed up. When, I mean, 
I think if I'm not mistaken, a few days after that, there was like a shooting at a house and like a stabbing. So the police, the poli- yeah, the police had better things to do than going around businesses <laughs> trying to close them. Yeah. <laughs> shooting and the stabbing. Jesus. So, I mean, the way I see it, even though we did get a lot of bad, uh, I guess I wouldn't say bad propaganda, but a lot of hate towards us and we get exposed in a bad way. There's no such thing as bad propaganda. So even some of the comments that a lot of people, exactly, we still got publicity no matter what, even though it was not the one that Shane and Lisa might have desired. You know, in a positive way, trying to be yeah. well. We did get that a little bit because a lot of small businesses got motivated because of our actions, and they're like, you know what, we're gonna do the same thing. We're gonna stay open, and they actually they were gonna do a march on the city council, small businesses owners and uh, okay. some other employees, just to march around to protest against uh, them closing down businesses. Jesus. Yeah, it's been getting crazy. That's... Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. Damn. But it's fun. I mean, yeah, it has <laughs> been fun. I mean, it's. You got to look at everything on the bright side. If not, then you're going to fall into a big, big depression. And that's the main thing that all 100%. of this is actually causing, especially. I wouldn't even generalize it to women, to everyone. A lot of my clients have been telling me that they feel depressed. They feel a lot of stress just because of all the things that are going on. And um, I have a client right now. She's actually sneaking out of her house to go work out with me because her parents, yeah, yeah. Sneaking out? Sneaking out because her parents (laughs) do not let her just because they're worried about the virus, even though they already got it before. They already got sick from it. Uh, and obviously, thank God, all of them came out good. They're still scared from that. They still have that anxiety. And uh, I w- they're not bad people, okay? Uh, they just overprotective. So my yeah. client is slowly starting to be... She's in a small depression. So... Whenever she sneaks out and she comes to the gym, I try to cheer her up. I'm like, dude, thank God you came over. I miss you so much. You're looking amazing. Let's work, in, let's work on this, this, and that. You know what? You're stressed out. Don't worry about it. Let's crack a couple jokes in here. Let's try to have a little bit of fun here and just try to. Yeah, try to exactly. get her mind off of all that. I even told her. I've been trying to hang out with her and a couple of my clients. Like going out to. Uh, I don't know, IHOP or even the movies so they can actually forget about the things that are going on. I'm like, dude, I'll pay for it. Just let's go. You need a little bit of help. You need to stay away from this. Uh, you need to space out a little bit. If not, it's going to eat you up. Eat you up. But I mean, yeah. even though they're adults under 25 to 20 year old age, um, at the end of the day, on the household that they are is their parents, so they have the last word. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. They're under their roof, under mm-hmm. their rules, kind of. Pretty thing. much, and 
I don't talk bad about their parents. I'm like, I understand their view. And I tell them, you know what? If they did not allow you, that's totally fine. Do not fight it off because at the end of the day, it's their house. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Makes sense. So yeah, right now, uh, that's another issue that a lot of people are not talking about, how much this is affecting others mentally. I mean, I think I was watching a podcast with, uh, I forget the name of the guy. He's a millionaire. The guy has a lot of money. He has a couple of businesses. And they were watching uh, the response of uh, Kono. Uh, forget the name of the major at uh, New York. I mean, the governor in New York mm-hmm. to some reporter because they're going to shut down uh, schools indefinitely. They have no time to when they're going to open it. And the Jesus. reporter's like, what do you mean indefinitely? And he's like, what I just meant, dude. We don't know when it's going to open. And he's like, why? Because apparently 30% of the population in New York were infected. Or 3%, I apologize. 3% of the population were infected. So because of that, they're going to shut down everything. They shut down all the schools. And obviously this guy had... Like yeah, even online? No, not online. Everything's going to be online. So, oh, in oh like in-person school, school like yeah. for the kids that chose to mm-hmm. go to school. So, this guy is him and two other people. He has uh, pretty much a Democrat and a Republican, and they're talking about it. And they start mentioning Trump. Oh, this guy is sounding like Trump because of how he's belittling the media, how he's talking down to them. And uh, the millionaire is like, dude, they're both from New York. They're going to have the same character. That's off topic. We're asking you, what do you feel about them shutting down schools? Well, people are dying. They're doing the right thing. And he's like, well, the millionaire is like, when was the last time or what's the percentage of people, teenage and kids that have died from the virus? And there's a few. There's a few. Yeah, but it's minimal super super weird dude um shit and he's he's like okay there's not that many teenage boys or even young adults dying from the virus why are you gonna take away their life like i understand yeah that's one thing i've been thinking about like how is this gonna affect them long term not not necessarily short term but like like not you don't get to live forever and you, you don't exactly. get that time You're back. Gonna take two years off their lives, and not and he even said it. Um, for those professors that are over sixty years old, and those who have pre-existing conditions, do not send them to the schools. Keep them home. Just like you're making them, making the students get online. Tell them to get online and give the classes online. Okay, they can be in the classroom, they can have a computer and a monitor, and they can teach from there. Or are you going to take away years out of a kid who still has a lot to leave, okay? Just because someone who already leave, you worry about him from dying. Because these people who are 60 and plus, they already lived their life. They had a nice childhood. 
Yeah, they got to live their so, life. Exactly, yeah. I I'm agree. not saying, you know what, fuck them, let us have fun, let us go out. I'm not saying that. Obviously, those who, like I said, those who are 60 and above, make them stay home. Advise them because you're going to make anyone stay home. Because he brought the topic about Thanksgiving. Because he didn't. Oh, how people wanted like six people to a house or nothing bigger than like your yeah. immediate family. And he's like, I'm, if you guys want to do that, I'm all for it. But also, I told my father, hey, dad, you know what? You're not going to be over. You're not going to be coming over uh, Thanksgiving. And he's like, what do you mean? Well, apparently the, the dad of this guy is like 70 something or 80 something. And he's like, dude. With all due respect, F you. I'm going to go and see my grandkids. I'm going to die here alone. No, I'd rather die with my family, to be honest. So there's a lot of elderly people yeah. with that mentality already that they rather take the risk knowing that they're going to be with their families and the loved ones. Because eventually, I mean, we'll have the same probability of getting the virus. But if you're alone, I mean, how bad is it going to be for a 60, 70, 80-year-old person spending the holidays alone? Well, not just that. I also think it's going to take away from, like, the elderly people's, like, Mm -hmm. will to live. You know, it's like that. It's that theory of when older couples die. When they retire. Or the older couple has some... Yeah, and they retire and they don't have a purpose to live. Their quality yeah. of life goes down. You know, I, I feel like that that goes the same way for this pandemic and this virus for everybody. Like, if you take away an older person, like, if it's just a grandpa or just a grandma and they can't even see the people they loved, it's like, well, what the hell? Like, they might not realize it, but I think they're going to, they're definitely going to notice the difference of, like, mm-hmm. like you said, like, depression or mental issues or you know, if they have like diabetes, like it'll affect their blood sugars because, you know, hormones are going everywhere and things like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's that's what it is, too. So it's a really tough topic because, I mean, you have so many factors involved, such as mental health to overall health, all the way down to economy. So. Yeah, I believe that what we're doing right now, 50% capacity of all businesses is working. Uh, even numbers here in El Paso are starting to drop. We went like from 3,000 a day to 1,000 now to 500 to 300. So it... it Do you think that's because a lot of people are being more uh, predisposed? Uh, not predisposed, but exposed to the illness. Yeah, that too. And also the fact that, I mean, it doesn't, you're not going to die from wearing a freaking mask, dude. I mean, just put on a mask. It's not going to cost you anything. Yeah. 90... Do you think that's somewhat of a placebo Oh, effect? yeah, big time. Do you think? I, I think it is. Like, no, I'm not saying it doesn't, like, prevent things i think it definitely can stop some things from being uh inhaled or or i guess whatever the opposite of inhaled is pushed out exhaled that's what the word i was looking for exhaled and inhaled but i don't think it's like 
I don't think that's what's going to make or break no, someone. No, it's not. You know uh, what I mean? I'm a firm believer that about what I told you about touching. I do believe in that one. Uh, I mean, yeah. you can ask many doctors. Most of the time, the way the flu gets transmitted is through touch. Uh, not so much about someone coughing it out. Because if you hear someone sneeze or cough, I mean, you stop breathing and just move away from the area. I mean, it's common yeah. sense. So, yeah, I do believe it's a possible effect because people are going to feel more safer, which is going to be also more beneficial for people being more careful about what's going on. Um, because we do have a lot of people who are really ignorant and they don't care about others and they don't, they start saying, is my right not to wear a mask? I'm not obligated. Well, yeah, I mean, don't worry if you don't want to, but just don't be in a public place. I mean, think of others. Well, that's really hard in this society. Yeah, and all of those people... All of those people who are saying, you know what, dude, wear a mask, or those who are saying, you know what, uh, just close down everything because people are getting sick. They're not actually saying it because... They don't want people to get sick. They're just saying it because they're scared. And they only care about themselves. Does that make sense what I'm trying to say? No, it makes um, sense. The biggest factor, the biggest... uh, The biggest thing I can come up with this is when... I don't know if it happened over there, but in here we're starting having a shortage of toilet paper. Everywhere. Oh, dude, I think that happened everywhere. That knows why they wanted to get toilet paper, but there was a few videos um, from, uh, I wouldn't even say, I wouldn't even say young adults. I'll say people in their mid-30s, 40s, going into someone else's cart, some old lady carts, and taking off their food and their uh, toilet paper. There was a couple other videos of a woman trying to uh, rip off some toilet paper from the hands of an elder woman. And I'm like, really? Uh, those are the people who are saying, do not go out, care about others, wear your mask. When when it's talking about actions of need to actually help others, they don't, they don't do any of that. Yeah. I didn't understand why people were buying so much. They like I understand buying like you know enough to get you through like the month or something you know, which I don't know how much fucking toilet paper you use, but I definitely don't need like twenty rolls of Dude, toilet I, paper. To I get buy the six one; it lasts me more than a month. Yeah, yeah, exactly. it's you know it, it's <laughs> not. I mean. Come on, I mean, it's. I understand a lot of people probably have digestive problems, but I don't <laughs> think it takes you four rolls to just clean your ass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't think it takes you. That. I mean, and if you are, I don't know how you're not clogging exactly. And that's another issue. <laughs> um, they, I wouldn't even say the demand, but all this shortage of food that all of this uh, provoked 
it's gonna affect us in next year or in the next two years we're gonna have a shortage of uh demand i'm, I'm sorry not demand of supplies so the food is eventually gonna go up on price yeah i think everything will everything will go up in price especially with like the new election and everything and things that want to get changed i dude things are about to get way mm -hmm. more expensive than they already are yeah like gas oil paper goods imported goods yeah. everything's about to go up i mean i don't know what's gonna happen so i mean i do know it's gonna happen i'm just i'm too yeah it's a matter of when i agree eventually well, to get off the sad stuff, do you want to give the people a science fact? I, this is a new thing I added. We give in a science or fitness, fitness fact through the podcast. Mm, that's a good one. Just give us a fact and tell us what it is. I did creatine already, so you can't. When do you that. do creatine? A few episodes ago, I did it. I called it the uh, gateway drug. drug. It's not even how the <laughs> fuck is it a drug, dude? It's just an amino acid. <laughs> well, people don't know that. That's why I did the gateway drug, and then I explained what it is. <laughs> Some people think creatine's like a like an anabolic steroid, man. I think it's hilarious. I think it's absolutely hilarious. Are you there? I think we might have lost Neil, the science guy. So I guess we will get this podcast closer to an end. Um, Hello? You there? Oh, yeah, finally. All right, there it goes. I was, I was like, man, I, I hope I didn't mess up the, the connection. No, no, you did good. Um, I'm really bad at technology. <laughs> All right. Well, for all our listeners and uh, everybody that wanted Neil, the science guy, back on the podcast, uh, we got Neil back on the Zerps Barbell podcast uh, today. The episode is brought to you by Lion Crest and Zerps Barbell. Uh, yes, sir. Neil, I saw that you, you dropped another, uh, I guess, like a winter line of Lion Crest. Do you want to talk about that? It's actually not a winter. Well, it is a winter line, but it's kind of like half of it. Okay. Um, just because it says that I got the samples, um, a lot of the girls really liked them, and they were telling me that I should get them ASAP. So I talked to the manufacturer, and they sent me some of them first. I'm still waiting for the other ones to come in. So the 13th of this month, I'm gonna be having a Christmas photo shoot. Then. I think the week after that one, I'm going to go to a different gym just to set up tables uh -huh. since they don't have any issues with, um, I mean, we still have issues with COVID, but a little bit more under control, I guess you can say. Yeah. 
So what? So yeah. So you brought out a new like set of leggings and shirts and then like beanies, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. They even brought up uh, beanies. I'm thinking about coming up with hats. Uh, coming up with more uh, oversized hoodies. Mm-hmm. And um, hoodies for men, for women. What else? I'm going to post these ones, but they're actually um, long sleeve uh, shirts for guys. And um, they're kind of like dry fit material. Oh, like compression? Uh-huh, exactly. Okay. So I was surprised that those actually were selling really fast. Because um, I just got a few of those. The only reason I got them is because I have a kid. Um, I mean, I don't have a kid. Uh, a friend of mine. <laughs> a friend of mine, um, he plays... Um, football uh kind of to your high school uh-huh and um he's a freshman and apparently he's pretty good so i'm like you know what let me let me get this and help me out selling them and he's been helping me out and uh, i specifically got them for him because uh the logo i actually have it on the right side sleeve so obviously when you're in uh, with shoulder pads no one can really see what you have underneath the pads. Only so 